No, yeah. I can. Oh, <laughs> oh there's a theme song. Oh, man. I wish I could start talking. I want to sample the theme. Yeah, what's up? Live from Baltimore Redskins Stadium. <laughs> it's the Art Pros. You remember us, and we're here with a very special guest, Nigel Frank, also known as Nigel L. Truesdale, to my constituents. Hell yeah, Nigel's <laughs> awesome. This dude is probably one of the like chillest people. I don't think I've ever seen him heated. Damn. Yeah, except for that one time you came in, you were mad. You got in a fight at a gas station. Oh, when I got back from New Jersey. I yeah. fought two guys at one time. Yeah. That's that Gemini energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly. Me and Renz have the same birthday. We can oh, get that shit. out the way right now, right? Yeah, hey, everyone. Interns, listen up. You missed Renz's birthday and Nigel's birthday. You double fucked up. Mm. Um, keep that in mind while you listen to the rest of this episode. You want to introduce yourself? Like, what do you do? Yeah, uh, I'm a bit of a multidisciplinary person, I guess I'd say. Uh, I guess my first love is like writing, writing music. Uh, that's like my first real love and everything else kind of comes after. I like, like, I really like producing films. Like, I like helping people, like, do their films. I've done a couple of short films in college. Uh, I like writing scripts as well. Hell yeah. Uh, as well, I like playing a lot of 2K. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trying to get into like the weed shit, the weed business stuff. And oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's big these days. I, yeah, I got a THC OJ right now that I'm testing out, but you know, just trying that's to all. dabble. Yeah, yeah, just trying to dabble in everything. I worked on a recipe for some uh, THC coconut oil. You know, a little yeah. salve. For wow. The yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's cheap to make too. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Just gotta get stems. Like, old. what would you use that for though? Primarily? Yeah. Like Cook healing food with it. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, I see, I see, I see. Healing, yeah, a little yeah, bit of yeah. mental stuff. It depends on the strain, you know, uh -huh. but um, you got to use it to taste. True, So true. you might want to get really zooted, and you might just, like, got a little back pain. You can mm. rub it on your skin, too. Yeah, that's what my girlfriend does. She uses that shit as, like, lotion sometimes. Sorry, yeah. am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She uses it, like, lotion sometimes. I didn't even know coconut oil, like, could be used like that till. You know, I started living with her. Listen up, interns. You can use coconut oil for your for your chapped skin. Yeah, I got I got like the the grossest legs are like really really yeah. ashy. After that, I got. Uh, here's a pro tip from me. If you make smoothies, if you like smoothies, by the way, hello everybody, everybody out there in the world. Um, it's me. Uh, Sorry, I was just uh, doing some heavy producing over here on the side in our really advanced studio. And I just wanted to let everybody know how important coconut oil is for your diet. Mm. Because you want to put a little bit of coconut oil in your smoothies in the morning to get you that extra, oh, those extra calories mm. to burn for when you're stressed out. For when you need, you need that extra push. Your, mm. You know, your manager's on your back. Anyway. <laughs> you heard it back. here first. The art pros... Nigel, we're we're chefs, we're artists, we're writers. Yeah. Uh, a big part of being an art pro, a paid artist, is uh, wearing many hats. Like you got to go to lids, you got to pick up your uh, your painting fedora, you got to yeah. pick up your your writers 
bowler cap you gotta pick up you gotta really... bikers caps yeah yeah I'm bikers thinking, caps. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm thinking uh go ahead to get the what is their selection on fedoras <laughs> fedoras Lids? there's like a like a section of like six i feel like yeah they got six under armor fedoras <laughs> right. <shit> sweat wicking <laughs> Sweat wick for coach. They're probably for coaches. They're yeah. probably for coaches. Like, My girl works for, uh, she works for Under Armour, and she uh, told me that The Rock is working on a whole line of fedoras. Now, who are the type of, <laughs> wait, what? I'm just kidding. What's the market for a Rock fedora? Uh, Big Dwayne fans. <laughs> Big Dwayne fans. Yeah. See, I'm, I feel like I am a huge The Rock fan, but more for the rock not Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, you, you like you like wrestling. I man, he was like he was an amazing actor. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. He was an amazing actor. Dude, a lot of people say that um America doesn't bring a lot to uh like of original art forms, but mm-hmm. like wrestling yeah. for sure, very original yeah. theater. Yeah. I I don't even think like Mexican wrestling is that theatrical. You know what I mean? I think it's way more like exciting, but it's definitely not as theatrical. Yeah, I guess like wrestling took that that novella model, and then they're definitely. like, let's make That's it wrong. punk rock, bro. <laughs> like, I thought I knew these people when I was a kid. Like, I thought I could know these people, like yeah. until I figured out like the whole market was like trailer trash. Hey, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, honestly, I was blind to. Like most young African American wrestling fans are blind to the fact that everybody <laughs> in that crowd is not with them. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah, and uh, that was that was fun to learn for some time. You know, <laughs> do you have a favorite wrestler, or is it The Rock? Uh, my favorite, man. So many phases. Uh, I had different phases, man. I was a big like Edge fan. I was a big Booker T fan. <laughs> I gave into the John Cena hype at first when he came out with the spinning belt and the My Time Is Now song. Like that <laughs> shit actually cranks. Like yeah. they have that song actually in a Cadillac commercial right now that they're <laughs> using over there. And I and I feel like sneaky people don't know that. Like that that's John Cena. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, John Cena is like he's gonna be. He's the white rock. Like <laughs> he, he is. He is. is. He's the, the same, white like, rock. It's the, the same entity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, just not really? as good as an actor. Yeah, yeah dude. And he's got huge traps. Yeah, yeah, no, no, 100%. They're a little intimidating. Yeah. Yeah, like most. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> Undertaker. <laughs> Always. Yeah, Undertaker just had a fight with Goldberg. Honestly, like a week in wait, Saudi Arabia, like a week. They're ago. still going, right? That's exactly <laughs> the point. They must be like fifty six. They right are. Now. I, they are. If you watch that fight right now, you'd be disappointed. Dang, dude. Oh, Yo, yeah. I gotta give. That's I gotta. Acting, I think Mick Foley <laughs> is probably like wrestling fans. He's like a wrestler's wrestler. You know? No, yeah, he's like yeah, yeah American like wrestling royalty. He used That's, to scare me. He's avant garde, dude. Yeah. Wait, wait. Which which one, Mister Sock? Because he had a whole it bunch of It was the mask. It was the Mick Foley when he had the brown leather mask for a while. And mankind. Yeah, the mankind face. Right. Yeah. Right. Kind of threw me off. I didn't know what, like, you know, you got to think I'm like eight, nine years old. That's <laughs> and he See, busted out the sock and stuffed it in people's mouths. Yeah, yeah. And even when he took, yeah, he was kind of a wild boy for me. I didn't really get it at the time. I, I fucked with it. Yeah, yeah. I see the vision now, though. It was, it was, it was very experimental. What I, um, what was it? I like how when he's Mick Foley, he's got the grunge look on. He's wearing right, like right, the flannel. Right. Yeah, with the cut off sleeves. Yeah. So I got a question. Okay. Which which wrestlers do you think won't 
be able to rock a fedora. You know what I mean? Because you put it on Stone Cold, he would look Stone Cold. (laughs) You put it on The Rock, he would rock it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you put it on uh, Booker T... He would he would wear it five times because right, right. he did a five time five time point. five time and then he it would stay on if he did a spin a Rooney right 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 so in terms I'm thinking in terms of the first I think Rakishi wouldn't look good in the in I think the he wears a fedora did he I he might be right he he might have come out in a fedora because he had a leather vest too I think <laughs> did he yeah dude you got it no oh, no okay. wait I gotta I gotta. Let's look it up. So what we're telling y'all interns is that if you want to have like a good, like good brand, a strong brand JBL. like Dwayne, yeah, 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 you yeah. you need to care about your fashion. Yeah. You know, J.R. Lawler used to rock. I don't know if it was fedora. Now I'm getting into more of the the cowboy <laughs> hats, but cowboy hats too. No, I must have been mistaken with the other wrestlers who definitely do so, wear. Fedoras. But you are vouching that Rikishi would look good in a <laughs> fedora to the point you thought he had. Right, it's yeah, okay. No, check this out. Imagine Rashiki. Uh-huh. If uh, interns, if you don't know who Rashiki is, I I re- highly recommend you look him up. What was his? He move looks called? like a. You could probably Google his move before you Google him. The stink oh, face. dude! <laughs> I think Google the stink face. He's like a he's like a Hawaiian rest, uh, Hawaiian Samoan. sumo wrestler. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, like a that. Samoan vibe. But I think him and The Rock are actually cousins. To bring it off full circle. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what was that? Was that supposed to be you got to keep that nepotism strong. Yeah, even in wrestling. Anyway, everywhere, it's everywhere. Crazy. Like, like everyone's related to someone. Yeah. So I could definitely see. Him, all right. Imagine like him with a fedora mm-hmm. and a blazer with no shirt underneath. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is he keeping the same draws on that he has on right there? I'm sure he has draws on, right? Oh shit! Yeah. I'm thinking like Fashion <laughs> Week, you know? Yeah. Very avant garde. That's yeah. No, I don't, I don't know if he just he's wearing yeah. like a sumo underwear oh, thing. Yeah, but see, yeah, he rips them off though. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> 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 then he rips off the pants. It's those little and then decisions. Then he puts his ass in your Look face. Look at him. Here's a picture of him sitting on a man. Yeah, yeah. See, there was a rumor when we were kids that he would take a shit before every match. <laughs> that, like, I swear, people used to just make up these characteristic rumors of these wrestlers. That shit's strong, though. I mean, you see it in, like, in everything. Celebrities always have a weird little, uh, like, secret part of their brand. Like, yeah. You know? That's secret combination. Like, you know how many athletes, like, throw up before they go out? And, you know, like, musicians as well. Like, Really? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, who was that? Uh, Sorry, everybody. Uh, we were having some mic extra, but we're back. We were just talking about athletes taking shits or something like that. Rakishi. <laughs> Rakishi. Rakishi, yeah. That's uh, for the wrestling fans. Like, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, let's get back on track. We were talking about athletes. We were talking about lids. We're talking about who looks good in a fedora in the WWE, getting mm. nervous in sports before games. Um, so, wh- how was that? How was that first time doing comedy? Why did you want to do that? I don't know. I feel like I kind of was always doing it naturally when I was speaking. In a way, you know, I just kind of felt like I kind of always had that delivery and that timing just within myself. Like I watched way too much TV growing up, so like kind of just when you watch something for a while you kind of just learn from it I, i've always felt so yeah you just got it in <laughs> yeah i just picked up this timing watching way too much tv and i feel like i kind of just was able to package it up and serve it you know nice yeah i enjoy it so i mean 
You're gonna ask me to do a joke? No, <laughs> no, man. I mean, because I got some things I can spill on. Like, all right, let's. All right, you know how people maybe, and I'm gonna bring you guys in on what I see, like as a black man. Like, yeah, right, you know how people talk about like Uncle Tom's, like yeah. the Uncle Tom, right? Okay, now this is new thing on the horizon. All right, and I and don't be upset with me, but I call it Uncle Wong's, <laughs> and Little Uzi is an Uncle Wong. This is a black man who wants to be Asian. And I only say Wong because it rhymes with Tom. <laughs> but mind you, if you go to Little Uzi's Instagram right now, on the info it says Asian on the inside. Ooh. <laughs> That's wild. Now, as a black man, if I was to ever, anybody who I knew was to put white on the inside. Or any anything similar to that. Yeah. Like, all hell would break loose. Yeah. Little Uzi's gotten away with not gotten away. I don't want to make it seem like he's doing anything bad, but <laughs> he's kind of taken on this persona of he's not black. Yeah. Like, like kind of that OJ thing. Like, I'm not black. I'm OJ. And little Uzi's running with this. I'm not black. Like, I'm Asian. And I've never seen that in my life. And I think it's performance art, honestly, at the highest level. <laughs> <laughs> to tell people, I am not black. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that's probably pretty big deal man because like you got someone who's huge like he's huge in hip-hop he's yeah. just huge in general and just being like i don't want to be black like i don't even think he wants he's not black it's oh, not yeah. even a choice like yeah. it's not that he doesn't want to be he is not black that's crazy. but he's asian on the inside is he is he does he honestly think that it's on that? his instagram bio oh, <laughs> right now true. but is it yeah. like rachel dole's all level uh, I would say it's less, a little less delusional in the sense that <laughs> he's actually immersed. Well, damn, is it any different? <laughs> she was in the NAACP, and I was getting ready to say he was immer he's immersed in Asian culture for the most part, uh, based off like what I see on like Instagram and social media. So I don't think it is actually that different now that you really made me think about it. I just like the idea of Lil Uzi Vert just enjoying anime, just sitting yeah. there yeah. watching like obscure ones. Yeah, I, I think, think that's healthy. I think, you know, people who aren't supposed to watch anime who watch anime is so in right now. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's so cool. in. It's the so unexpected cool. anime fans are so in right now. I just, I mean, it's everywhere. It's like <laughs> yeah. streetwear, hip hop, yeah. everything's a fucking 100%. Dragon Ball Z reference. Like, no, 100%, dude. It's kind of Super Saiyan. Yeah. I mean, I like anime. I could right. talk about it forever, but. I'm not a big anime guy. Yeah. I'm not. It's I've not only seen, like, Afro Samurai, and that doesn't count. It's like a hype beast anime. <laughs> like that doesn't count. Can you see um, Stone Cold Steve Austin in an anime? An anime? No, uh, watching one. It's like probably watching one for the first time, not watching like his third or fourth episode. <laughs> You're of telling one. me he doesn't go home to like a, a body <laughs> pillow that has like a Dragon Ball Z character on it that he sleeps with every night? Mm, I'm not telling you. Yeah, I'm not telling oh, you. Okay. He, he could possibly tell you that. Yeah. No, y'all heard it here. He does that. He does. That. Yeah, and and if, he does it. If you're listening, I'll arm wrestle you, Stone Cold, for the and for the Dragon Ball Z pillow. Yeah, yeah we gotta make this high stakes. Just I'm imagining this. You're you're Stone Cold's manager. You know it's in to not be an anime like for to be a person that mm. people would not expect to like anime. Right. How do you convince them that, Mister 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 Cold? Right. Um, How do you convince him you don't like anime? No, or you no, to, you do to to market himself as that way. Hmm, you know tough. this, the, you know the 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 
beer thing. It's getting a little. Here's know, here's what I see rappers. Excuse me, the mic. <laughs> here's what I hear rappers too. They 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 look for a question on Twitter that speaks to that exact topic. So someone would be like, they probably find some random person out in the world, millions of users. What animes do you like? And they're gonna <laughs> pick out that question and they'll reply to it. I see rappers do it all the time. Yeah, true. And there it is. I mean, that's if Stone Cold Steve Austin had a Twitter. He doesn't. The, I don't. Know, I can't you confirm don't, nor deny. What would? I, what the hell what would he be posting? About? I like beer. His podcast. Probably. His podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. Does he have one? Yeah, that I can confirm. For real? Yes. Yes. Hell and yeah. Mike Tyson's got one though. Yeah, he's Mike got Tyson's one too. Got, dude, everyone's yeah. got a podcast. It's all right. Yeah. I'm gonna start wrestling. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I'm gonna start wrestling. Fuck that. This studio is like pretty big. We could do it. You can do a ring in here, hundred percent. I think it could fit like yeah. two and a half twins, twin mattresses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nah, Ma- no maybe twins. like a ladder, a step ladder. Nah, this will be the realest pain y'all ever seen. That's that's weird mm. to me that uh, I feel like all art content is about pain now. Yeah, or like the grind or the grind you yeah. know <laughs> which is the kind of the same you know the same vein in a sense i'm an entrepreneur yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took me a lot to get here but with no examples of what <laughs> they were doing <laughs> it wasn't easy but you better believe i got here <laughs> i'm about to rebrand myself and call myself an uh entrepreneur <laughs> what does that <laughs> mean pinoy is a uh, curious uh slang for filipino Oh, okay. Person. Okay. Is nice. it slang? Yeah. I thought that was just like what Filipino people I, call it. I don't know if it's fully so formal. So what's the term again? Pinoy. Oh, no, the, the full term you just said. Entrepreneur. Oh. Okay, okay. I yeah. like that. I like yeah. that. Because oh. yeah, so. we're black people have, it's like entrepreneur. You know, nigga. I don't know if you guys said that. Have you guys haven't said the N word on your podcast before? I mean, not you guys. Has the N word ever been? Well, I'm not gonna. Has the N word <laughs> ever been said on your podcast before? I think you would be the first person. Okay, so yeah. I. Woof. <laughs> Entrepreneur niggas. I should have done it like that. Dang, I shouldn't have done it like that. That made it a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I made it a thing. I made uh, it worse. No, it's all good. I think I I, I think people have heard more inflammatory things yeah, on this yeah. podcast. Different connotations of it. Yeah. 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 Are I'm you like, allowed to say it? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I'm sure some people will not like the way I just said it. I think a lot of people have will find a problem with a lot of stuff. I, I am black, by the way, if anybody's wondering. Yeah, <laughs> we could, you are? We could, really? Yeah, we could. Maybe, maybe I had to say that just to be safe. I don't know. No, nah, no one knew. Everyone just thinks you're hating on Lil Uzi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, just I'm hating on all this black stuff. <laughs> yeah. I hate on a lot of Filipino shit. I don't even Yeah, what's that. some Filipino stuff you guys hate? Hmm. I'm always interested to hear what other cultures hate about their own. Yo, cultures. my family does not know how to leave a restaurant. Like, in what way? We'll finish eating, and then like for like an hour and a half, they'll just sit and talk shit, and wow. they're so loud. Their laugh is worse than mine. It's the right, right, words. right, right. Filipino people get a lot worse than that. Okay, but that's like every time I think about it, that's right, always right. a. Fr- and I can I can find another Filipino family in a restaurant because they're doing the same shit. Right, and they've been there for two and a half hours. It's your cringe, kind of. Yeah, it's your cringe. Oh, it's bad. Cringe. You got a cringe, a cultural um, cringe. I guess Filipino people. Well, your I culture. Guess, so yeah. Yeah, I guess um, Filipino people can. I mean, it's not exclusive to Filipino people. True. It just can be a little. They, the culture people can be a little judgmental because they like to mm. keep to themselves and just chill with their family as exclusively yeah. as possible or other filipino people yeah so naturally you know you might expect some judgments to come out of that but really that's about it yeah yeah 
I can respect that. Filipino people love America too. Like my family loves being American. They so love America. What, what do you think they love? Like, is it the, like the government policies, or like, is it the the idea of it? Like, I think it's just the idea. Like my right. like like my mom came here when she was young, and I feel like she totally just was assimilated to the farthest degree, and is like right. totally cool with it. Right. I don't know shit about Filipino culture. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, Damn. it's crazy. Damn. Um. To a fault, even right. Yeah, they get sucked into all the all the white people topics. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's actually now that you bring it up, that's a one one cringe thing about the whole culture. More so from the Philippines, not Filipino Americans, mm-hmm. is how much they want to be white on the inside. Right. Yeah. And so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All their all their it's IG true. bios, man. It, I mean, <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah. It's that thing that some certain cultures do where they think that if your skin is lighter it's more desirable right, because right, right. you look you know what i mean they got yeah. commercials skin white and like you know if you buy this product your skin is going to get yeah. lighter and bleaching you're going to look so thing. beautiful yeah yeah i didn't even know that was a real thing like skin bleaching until someone was like no michael jackson really did that yeah sammy sosa Really? Uh, yeah. oh, the last yeah, person. Yeah. yeah. There's people who don't even like, who'll just do it moderately. Like, just go, you know, that one shade up kind of time. Yo, the, the um, did you get some sun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you stay indoors last Yeah, yeah. Imagine <laughs> Mindy, that. Mindy Kaling from The Office. Yeah, yeah. She, I, I noticed that she had that done. She's lighter, you think? What? I know, yeah. Okay. I saw it. It's no doubt. For sure. Yeah. She yeah. went up a whole, like, seven shades. Wow. Yeah, I'm I saying. Just, even the thought of that process, I couldn't imagine how that works. Sounds painful not to love yourself. Yeah, yeah. And then to actually go through with it to, you know, like, I just don't know what bleaching is like. I don't know what the process is like. I just, I don't know. I have the. Well, I don't know. Maybe they just dunk your face in a bucket. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> but what about bucket? my hands? Like, I, I, I think of it like a tan, you know? Yeah. Like, doesn't it have to be applied like a tan? Like, <laughs> you're getting dipped somewhere butt naked. Like, exactly. Like, you have to be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I never thought about that. Right. I mean, you can't miss a spot. Essentially. Yeah, I wonder if it's painful. That's bleaching. Because bleaching. probably like, <laughs> you have to wear I feel like your skin peels. I, I actually, I know it's, I've, I've seen people at Whole Foods when I used to work there, like their face is like peeling. I could tell they uh-huh. just bleached. That's uh-huh. crazy though, because anything for the brand, I guess. Yeah. yeah that's, lightening yourself. Yeah. Yeah. What you wear. How important do you think, like, like as a creative person, uh, like the clothing you wear? When you go and meet like a potential client or like yeah. someone to work for in the creative field, how important do you think it is to uh, work like creative? Uh, I guess for me, it, I guess I just think about myself. I take a real narcissistic approach. Oh, in yeah. the sense of like, okay, what am I comfortable in? But can it kind of give off a vibe? You know what I mean? I've always been the type to like grow my hair, cut it, grow it back, cut it. So for me, it's always just been what can I bring out of myself, kind of. Yeah. So for me, I mean, in the corporate settings, yeah, I definitely do have my suits and my ties and my, you know. More than me. I got my wing tip, tip shows, shoes and shit like that. But on the more creative side, it's just whatever I'm feeling. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you'll catch me. I got a couple screenshots of some outfits in my photo albums, but. Oh, that you're like, that you're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah out. That's just like inspiration shit. You know what I mean? When you see, um, like, is there, like, an aesthetic that when you see someone, you're like, oh, that person's, like, an artist? Like, uh, honestly, I look for comfortability, man. Really? I feel like the best artists always look comfortable. Uh, I've always had this idea that, like, 
you look comfortable to me. Like, oh, you probably really dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you ever see somebody just like wearing some pants? Like, you're like, damn, those pants fit them well. Yeah, damn, <laughs> that sweater is fitting him well as fuck. Like, they got full arm mobility. To yeah, do like, need to how do. did you do that? Like, where do you get that from? <laughs> you heard yeah. it here, intern. Dress comfortably. Yeah, very comfortably, man. Who's uh? Who, do you have any like big artists that you really like? Uh, in terms of what? Whatever. Shit, uh, artists that I really enjoy. Uh, I would say in terms of like all around, Prince is someone I really look up to. Hell yeah. I'm a huge Prince guy. I'm a huge Dennis Rodman guy. I read his Yo. autobiography. That's Which why we're, we're, yeah, yeah. That's why we're, come on, same birthday shit. I'm a huge <laughs> Dennis Rodman guy, man. I, I had a Dennis Rodman jersey. I read his autobiography. This guy, you guys got to check out Dennis Rodman's autobiography. Wait, what yeah, is his birthday is the same is no, I'm just saying me and you, the, oh, the oh. fact that you like him, you know, just trying to yeah, yeah. get a filler. He's, he's kind of like, he has that like little Kawhi Leonard thing going on. Yeah, it's kind of more radical. Yeah, I would say louder. Kind of like yeah. if Kawhi's at the end of it, Dennis Rodman's at the other side, but almost on the same. He actually has like a, a form of expression right. in his clothing, his aerosol, whatever, yeah. but he just doesn't talk. Yeah, I mean, Dennis Rodman was like a really like, like you said, like quiet guy vocally, but I feel like in terms of what he wore, spoke like volumes. And then he would go out there and grab eighteen, re- average eighteen rebounds a game with Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just diving all over the yeah. place, putting his body on the line. Yeah, and that's a good example of someone that looked comfortable. Yeah, I mean the guy would dye his hair every game, and it yeah. was no biggie. Like they yeah. would put it in video games. Like it just yeah. became so normal. To look yeah. That's wild. So if y'all don't know who Dennis Rodman is or who Kawhi Leonard is, just go look at look him up. You probably have heard the name Kawhi because of his like that meme of him laughing really uncomfortably. <laughs> Dennis Rodman, you might you may already know, but if you don't, he like you know colors his hair a bunch of different colors. At the time, the NBA, it wasn't cool to have tattoos or express yourself in in uh. Unusual ways. I'd say Dennis Rodman yeah. was an unusual dresser. He's also been to North Korea. Yeah, that's yeah, he, badass. He played a basketball game there. It's pretty lit. Yeah, he's besties with Kim Jong-un. Yeah. They hang lot. out. Yeah. I mean, his cultural impact. Like, think about that. Yeah. All he did was play basketball. And now, like... I mean, I can go way back. Like, this dude was the janitor at the community college he ended up playing at. What? Yeah, dude. Like, I'm telling you. Like, he was the janitor there. And they were having like tryouts or something. He walked onto the team. You must have really liked the autobiography. I did. Yeah. It's it's him on a motorcycle, butt naked, and then <laughs> on the back is him holding two basketballs up in the air and like his butt cheeks. <laughs> Sorry, I keep talking about butt cheeks, but, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it's a really good book, man. It's a very like honest book. It's uh, I can be bad all by myself. Yeah, yeah, really good book. Cool. If you if you dig that, um, have you heard or heard of the Mike Tyson one? Uh, no, Undisputed Truth. No, that one's haven't. pretty good too. Is it? That's That's right. It's like this big though. Friends He's got a whole big Tyson. story. Yeah, yeah. I just watched his interview he did with uh, Dan Levitard. South Beach Sessions, really good, really good. Where? What? I've never heard of that one. Yeah, I I heard on that one he said he changed kind of when he licked a frog. Like you can look this up. Mike Tyson said like his whole world changed when he literally went somewhere and licked like a psychedelic toad. Really? Yeah, he said that's when all his perspective kind of. I don't know. He, I think he smoked the extract. Was it? He actually licked it. He snorted yeah. it. Well, he kept he kept saying he licked the toad. <laughs> you could be one hundred percent right, but I guess he used the 
You'd probably just be in Mike. Yeah. I don't care. Can't blame him. Anyway. You got any favorite, uh, like, narrative writers or, like, show producers? You said you used to watch a lot of television. Man, uh... I'm a big like SpongeBob guy. Oh yeah, you know they're making a spinoff. Uh, I could tell shouldn't. by the jokes. <laughs> they shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <You> can tell. <laughs> yeah, I see where you get your comedy time. Yeah, no, own. like I'm a big believer in like SpongeBob being like the modern day like Mozart in terms of like there's a little bit of everything. Not Mozart, excuse me, uh, Mona Lisa. Wow. There's a little bit of everything in SpongeBob. Like there is, I'm telling you. Like there's an episode for every situation you've been in. I lied to you, not dude. You know that's so true. <laughs> Interns, go watch some SpongeBob. You remember the panty raid episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, the panty raid, the sculpting episode. They raised a baby. The ra- that's the one. Where, that's the episode where I feel like parents stop decided whether they were gonna let their kids watch SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. Or not. Every time I hear about a parent say like, oh I didn't want... it was the it was the clam episode. Like that's the one where people draw the line. That's so crazy. Yo, yeah. Let's talk about Squidward for a second. Talking about paid artists yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. Squidward is like the, the unpaid intern of fucking cartoons, man. The OG. Dude, I'll tell you what, he had that he had that friend too, Squilliam, who was rich, and that's mm-hmm. why he was able to pop off. Because right, right, they right, were right. the same quality of artists. He was in the orchestra though. Yeah, he yeah. was at a higher level. That song is a banger from that Sweet episode. Victory. Dude, yeah. yeah. Is that a legit song or did they produce that? I have no idea, but Well, it's a SpongeBob song now. Right, it is. I saw petitions for them to like put perform that at the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> actual petitions oh yeah wasn't it um change that word what yeah. happened they they played like two seconds of it and then uh, no, travis, travis scott, scott yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he actually had what? it like two seconds before he went on stage and then he played sicko mode yeah oh so they had it queued up as a joke or something kind of like they're yeah oh, like you said yeah. they're kind of trolling it was tight though you know yeah. show some love at least yeah at least he was like all right that's what the internet wants i'm right. gonna give it to him yeah what do you think about uh the internet's effect on media man uh, I think it's like that. Def- oh shit! <laughs> You're shit. an insightful dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, I mean, I guess I would start with like the cycle itself, the 24-hour cycle. I think that's changed a lot of our perceptions of how fast things really move. I'll yeah. start there. In terms of the mental side, I think it has its positives, and I think it has its negatives. Yeah. Uh, I think in terms of the surveillance, it's shit. Yeah. Surveillance-wise, it's shit. It needs to be completely restructured completely redone i don't know how but uh, from a surveillance privacy standpoint social media needs a complete makeover i mean the first thing i could do is start treating uh social media as a public entity because twitter yeah. basically is like right. a public platform yeah essentially i mean you can't hide it's it, it's a blog essentially so you can't hide anything you necessarily say unless it's deleted but everything else is, right everything else is what you said essentially it might help if we had some uh some people in politics that actually knew jack shit about internet security too right you heard baltimore got hacked yeah there's this thing right now though i'll give it a little secret if you have a ticket from baltimore city right now it's currently waived because the system is hacked so you get a year to uh pay that ticket hey don't pay for parking guys yeah (laughs) don't pay your parking tickets right now father's day is coming up just park wherever the fuck you want I got to pay car registration and I'm mad because uh, I, I wish that the MVA got hacked. Well, not really. That's kind of a <laughs> That's shit. That's what I'm saying. That's a terrible thing to wish, but. I don't have my car either because I my registration and I'm waiting to pay tickets, but I don't have to pay these Baltimore City tickets. Are you, what situation Dang. are you in? I just got car registration oh, renewal. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. You're not being held back. 
No, you got you got flags. Yeah, I got, I got I got legit tickets. All right, I'm a legit criminal. Oh man, parking criminal. You know it is criminal. It's criminal that they're charging extravagant prices for these parking tickets. <laughs> how, how crappy is that? Is this your first time? <laughs> man, this is your probably first not. Time. It's just yeah. like such a no. No one cares about parking tickets. We're I not mean, listening to this podcast about parking tickets. I mean, a boot will really like shut your day down because that's the thing about a boot. You don't it notice it until you need to go somewhere. <laughs> and, that's the, <laughs> and that's the shittiest part about the boot. It's like, oh, I have a boot and I need to go somewhere. You don't have a boot, do you? No, I don't have a boot, oh, okay. but I've had multiple boots. I got a boot Dang. the day before graduation. Oof. And I had to whip up some stuff, man, and I whipped it up. But we got that boot off before graduation. Dang. <laughs> Dude, my homie be saying like, Sophomore year of college made a fake boot so he could park wherever he wanted. Ah, that's genius. I swear, dude. That's genius. How did he do that? He like fabbed it up in the metal shop, painted it. (laughs) That's genius. Yeah, I don't know if he ever really used it, but that was like, like he had that shit on deck. He's like, if I need to park somewhere. Right. But this dude also used to leave his car completely unlocked with his windows down because too many people. In Baltimore City? Yeah, so that like, like he he didn't have anything in there, so you don't want him to bust the window open. Yeah. Found like two vials of crack in the back once. Yeah, and then he's just like, "I'm gonna just let him keep sleeping there. I'm gonna just leave it there." Holy shit, <laughs> that's crazy. I actually had to get adjusted to that when I moved to Baltimore. My car getting broken into. Yeah. Ironically, oh, I did a PSA for the Maryland State Police for when I was at Towson. You know, it was for money and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, we money. did an auto theft PSA, and uh, it was basically one of those. How do you say the ASPCA dog commercials? Yeah. It was one of those, but for cars. And, uh, you know, we presented it and we won the contest and they played it on the radio Yo. in 2017. Yeah, I made like three grand off that. Hell yeah. What? Yeah, bro. It was That's a real sp- paid artist. Yeah, it was some swine, but yeah. In the arms of it. Did they play that song? And no, nah, we couldn't get clearance on that. <laughs> couldn't get clearance on the song. Our, uh, like our third episode, there was a... We tried to put that song on, and like iTunes wouldn't let us. Are you serious? It. Yeah, we were scared it was gonna get blocked. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. It's probably like a really popular it. song, like for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Always make a joke off of it. Everyone right. knows those commercials. Like, how would you guys feel as an artist? Like, okay, my song was never intended to be just for dog commercials. <laughs> like, imagine if you created something and a market took it and used this product to represent it. Just kind of just. Yeah, doing it on a limb one time, but then it works. What do you hate, dogs or something? No, no, but I mean, if that was my song, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, that people, nobody will ever listen to this (laughs) and feel joy or for another reason other than dogs. Like, I don't know. That's just me. How big of a check could they cut? No, I need, I need like stock. I need stock into the company. (laughs) You're still using that song. You got stock. You looking at the stock market? Uh, I'm looking at the ASPCA dog stock, stock. Market, and it's high right now. I have a, a couple shares in dog. <laughs> yeah, dogs still need saving and adopting. Yeah, that's true. one market that dogs uh, uh, what recently went public in the yeah. Nasdaq. So, adopting dogs. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's so trendy right now. Adopting. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's so hot right now. I mean that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean adopting's never not bad for business, eh? Hopefully, people start adopting kids, too, maybe. Right, yeah. We just need that song in the background. I want someone to (laughs) adopt my student loans. True. That's a good idea. Dude, I was listening to, like, apparently... 
Purdue University has this thing where like instead of student loans, what you do is you pay them like 3%. So you go to school uh, for free and you pay them 3% of your paychecks after three years if you get a job in your field making like, I think it's over. like over 40,000 or something. So if you make over, so you're saying when you graduate, yeah, you give them 3%? After, instead of paying, instead of owing the government money, you right. owe them money only if they did their job. Right. Right? Only right. if they actually got you. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. No, it's it's apparently like working out pretty well and 100% of their people have paid it back. Well, kind of had no choice in a sense, right? I no mean, say. you could default. Yeah, you could. You're right. You're right. You're right. You could do that. But I mean, that's a good way to hold like colleges accountable. I mean, I know that like Micah, hella people have like $120,000 yeah. in debt. I know people who are still here because of like, like debt from like, like working jobs here, like strictly because of like debt from Micah and stuff. And yeah. that's interesting. That's true. It's really interesting to me. And a lot of people aren't leaving these colleges with that like $60,000 a year yeah. salary job. You know, right. they're leaving and they're making what they would have made if they just went straight into the, into the force. Like yeah. So, I mean, like I've always been curious, like what could these alternatives be? It's like, because it doesn't seem like it's not working for them. <laughs> so I'm always curious, because the people are still going, right? I mean, people are still paying. So I'm always curious, like, what's it going to take? When's it going to be too expensive, even for the rich people? You know what I mean? Dude, <laughs> I don't think ever. Like, right. I think, like, schools right. like that are... I went there, so I can talk as much shit as I want. Are just yeah. for, like, rich people to send their kids to, like, meet another rich person to right. meet with. Right. I see and what you're saying. Oh, some real problemless shit. Yeah. Of, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to send them to be with their tribe. Like, we yeah. got to make sure that Hopefully they... Hopefully something comes out of it. Yeah. Art school is a safe... Like, if you're rich and you want to send your kid somewhere to meet other rich people, like, art school is a safe bet. Mm. Like, a nice, like, a big art school like Micah or SVA. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But that's where you got to go to make the connections, though. So it's kind of a, a caveat if you don't know how to do that yourself. You know, you're paying for those connections to be around those those types of people who can help you out. Yeah, but why do that when you can just smoke weed in your dorm every day? Yeah, <laughs> I've always talked about that. How much, how much, how many, excuse me, how many people I've met just from like rolling a joint, just from being in the same place that weed was at its most simple thing, you know? Hey, yeah, I mean, weed makes money. Yeah. So do schools, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's a, that's a pretty good like uh, strategy. Is just if if the college can prove that it's worth how much it costs and paying yeah. for it. Yeah, that's true. I've always looked as college too as like a a roof, kind of like a temporary roof over your head. Yeah, I feel like if a lot of kids were given that money to buy their apart their first apartment instead of go to college, like, yeah, it could produce a lot of maybe the same things, but in a less debting way. I yeah. mean, without without debt, you know. Well, if the government just was willing to hand out like. A hundred fifty thousand dollar loan, right. like with no strings attached, right? Just like you know, hey, strictly yeah. for you know life yeah. purposes. Yeah, just whatever. Right. Like, I feel like you could flip that. Right. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's an investment. It's no different than what you know. A loan is from the government to go to college. It's still an investment in you, and you still have to perform. So, yeah. I don't see that loan not attached to anything being any different. I still got to pay back, and I still got to perform at a level to to make it back. Yeah. You know, hopefully. So, yeah, man. If only you know. If only. That's just crazy, man. So much crazy shit going on. Yeah, I don't know. Just talking about loans bums me out. Man. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even thought about it. I'll be honest. I kind of like repress it. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool. I'm paying them off. It doesn't it doesn't bug me too much. It's good for my credit uh, sometimes <laughs> when I pay them on time. No, yeah. I pay them on time usually like 95% of the time. Um, 
just in case uh, they're listening to me. Right. Uh, Sally Mae. Um, yeah. Anyway, stop calling oh, me man. Sally. <laughs> What's up with these names? Were you, are these people? Were these people? I think they are. I people. don't know. Fanny Mac. <laughs> Sally May. Fanny yeah. Mac. Is that real? Yeah. Fanny yeah, Mac. Legit. That's yeah. legit. Yeah. You never Who was Sally May? And was she the first person to give someone a college loan? Like that's what I'm wondering. Damn. Who was the first person? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pay for your school, but you gotta pay me back. They just don't want to sound like pilfers. Yeah, imagine if it's like you got a loan from the government. She's like, oh fuck. So they just use yeah, they just right, use right, like yeah, yeah. a nice lady. It sounds like she'd make a pie. Right, exactly. <laughs> like Sally May, aunt. You might as well put aunt in that shit. <laughs> like, you might as well. Jeez. Yeah, like a pre- Auntie Anne's right. uh, loan company. Right. I guess it would be kind of intimidating to get a bill from U.S. Department of Education at like 21 years old. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like for like five grand. Yeah, like <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to jail. Like <laughs> terrifying. They sent a yeah. cop to collect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People would kill themselves. Over the dog, the like bounty that. hunter. They do. Yeah. Looking for you. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool though. I'd do that. To a me college well. loans bounty hunter. I'm with that. We gotta write that down. <laughs> Someone give me a pen and paper. Yeah. No. Just flip the dog. That's a market. Right Call there. him God. <laughs> Yo, they probably got that. God, the bounty hunter. Just coming to collect. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty dope. God, the bounty hunter. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's deep. That's crazy. Yeah. We should pitch that to Adult Swim. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they'll, they'll probably just take it anyway. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Once sure. we say it. Dang, Dang that's true. Like yeah, that. I've always struggled with that saying ideas. Yeah, you don't. How do you guys that, feel so. about that saying ideas? Well, like, there's a certain point right. where you're on that, like, eighth joint and you can just shit them out. <laughs> right, 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 right. And if someone's dumb enough to take it, then take that's their one. L. Right. I guess you're right. Ah, but if they took a good one. No, nah, but what, <laughs> like, like it's a it's a big thing. You see it um, with artists all the time. It's, yeah. they, they do something, like, one, one song, like, one piece that's dope, mm. and it's, like, this novel idea. And then yeah. all of a sudden, like, you know, everyone that kind of saw right. it is just, yeah. I'm going to bite that. Yeah. And... I get nervous about that too. Yeah, doing something cool that's easy, especially, right. and then that's kind of doable in a sense. But it was simple. It was made to be simple in a way. But right. Well, that's like that's like a mark of intelligence is yeah. the ability to to think of something no one's thought of that's easy that's right. cool. Right. Right. You know? Well, that's a foundation for creativity, though. It's sure. impossible. There's nothing new under the sun. It's impossible not to like get inspiration from somebody else's art. Of obviously, there's like levels to True. that biting. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, as an artist, most artists need to start somewhere and maybe that's like the point where they, they find their own voice or maybe they're talented or comfortable enough in their own skin to just do their own thing. But that, you know, that's kind of hard to, yeah, it comes from somewhere. I always think of those products on like the TV commercials. They're usually advancements of a product we use. Like the slap chop? Exactly. (laughs) It's something we already have, but it's an advancement of that. So I think that's very similar. Like music is just an advancement of what it probably was 10 years ago or whatever, however you want to split it up. But I think a a situation like rap is so warped. Hip hop is so warped because it's so new to the point like you can easily identify like to the points where it was doing this, this, and that. I mean, up to a point where we were alive, in a sense. I mean... Stylistically? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, think about how many 808s and trap drums you heard before 2008. Like, we were, like, we're living it now. Like, yeah. before 2008, like, you were not hearing as much bass in these songs. Like, we've watched it 
do the advancement. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're right. I'm definitely a little um, green on the matter of like production and music production, mm -hmm. but I I think that that's a cool thing about music production these days and making beats like that and, and like really borrowing from the past and mm -hmm. using that style and kind of tweaking it little by little by little until you transform from let's say Africa Bombada to let's go back to Lil Uzi Vert. Right, right, they right. They both were doing the same thing, yeah. like borrowing from like chopping up samples, like right. all right, what did this artist do? I like that, I'll use that, I'll collage that in a way, but sonically. Right. And then next thing you know, the machinery started to become more specialized towards right. that with MPDs or whatever and being able to sample and actually you know, instead of using like record players right, yeah, to yeah, no, do it 100%. manually, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's just that's fascinating. Yeah, it's yeah. cool too to see how it's like uh like both an exchange of like people's tastes and like what they're doing, and then as the way it really changes is when the new technology is introduced. Right, right. You really see what people were kind of thinking or had the plan in their head all along. Yeah, especially the normal people, like the regular people. You kind of see, oh, this is what we were kind of heading towards okay i like this or, or i don't like this yeah i think youtube was kind of like that at first people were really nervous yeah. youtube was just going to be trash like yeah bites and trash and <laughs> shit like that and i think after a while we started to look at ourselves and we're like okay we can do more with this platform as people for sure yeah yeah, yeah. youtube is crazy people are right so create like not I'm sorry, so like, I feel like so Facebook's creative. the opposite now. I just want to sure. say, I feel like it, and Facebook did the exact opposite. It was used as this like college academic like database. Like, really, you didn't have a Facebook if you weren't in college. Like, yeah. that's what it was at <laughs> first. Like, and now it's complete taking this complete dive into just ignorance. Like, that's what it's known for now at this point. Just yeah. unfiltered ignorance. Yeah, and it's done a complete one eighty and total propaganda machine. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's all it's for. Yeah. I mean, I'm scared of Facebook. It's data mafia now, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Now that like that realization of now people know that our data is being sold without us getting any compensation for. I mean, that's the danger of accepting that user policy. You know, if you want to right. be plugged into the internet of people, pretty much, which is what Facebook is in a, a microcosm of the internet. Right. It's like you know marketed as a thing to connect you with people but guess what like this dude selling your information without paying you back right <laughs> i've always been curious though maybe you guys can challenge me i've always been kind of fascinated with in the sense of like okay we're collecting all this data but has the way we've made ads and produce ads changed to the point where it matters that's what i'm always been like why, why are we so obsessed with the data we're still doing ads on tv radio and, and they're garbage right like the technology of producing ads hasn't changed why are we so obsessed with this data Maybe they're thinking 10 steps ahead. I, yeah. I've just always been curious. Man, I worry that they are that's exactly what they're trying to do is they're mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to sell us stuff we we don't know we want. Yeah. Which yeah. ads have right. always been trying to do. Yeah. But like I think they're just trying to get better at that. So they're not trying to make the ads any better. Right, right, right. They right. just want to be like, <laughs> oh, this guy thought about like, you know, comfortable shoes the other day. Well, okay. let's sell him uh, leg warmers. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Let well, me ask you, has tech gone too far? As technology, <laughs> have Heelys. Uh, well, how do you feel about um like shit like Twenty Three and Me, where they're taking like our DNA data uh, and we're paying them to? It's a, I mean, as like an African American, like it's bittersweet. Like, yeah. there's a certain fascination. I would love to know where I'm from. 
but cool. I would love to not give them my DNA. This For corporation, sure. yeah. Like honestly, I hate to say, it, if it was a little more government backed and not so much government behind the scenes watching it, yeah, I would be a little more pro- mm-hmm. open to it. If they were just more honest, like, hey, the government is willing to. Trace your heritage for okay, like all right, yeah, you, already, you got me, like you know, not these corporations though. Well, let me let me paint an apocalyptic future for you. You're Please. walking down the street, and you just got Starbucks, and like right now, everyone's so gung ho about the environment that like littering is a ten thousand dollar fine. You take uh-huh. a sip of your Starbucks, you accidentally drop it. You're on your way to work, the police come pick it up, they scan the DNA, and they look in their little thing. They can just take it out of your credits right uh-huh. there, straight out of your bank account. Uh-huh. 10 G's. Yeah, 10 G's. Like yeah, but that'll be worth like $8 in five years. That's fearful. Yeah, <laughs> I see. I can see that too. The price of living just being so high that it's nothing. But like, like the, that's the thing about the DNA stuff is that the levels are like, we think we have it bad now with having your phone on you all the time. Yeah. And like, that's really all the good that data could do aside from advertising is like, like knowing you better than you know yourself to, to the degree where there's no defense against sure. it. Sure tyrannical government right some of these things are inevitable man i really think that our you know human beings are trying to evolve in a natural way without it really being overtly said to become more like bees and ants because why why else are we trying to get connected i mean i've said that before in previous episodes i really think it's true Mm -hmm. like we're advancing in technology to replicate things in nature that are like naturally doing things very efficiently and very well but we kind of, I don't know, sometimes I think people are a little confused or something. Or the farther we get from nature, the more messed up things seem to get. But then there's still this weird like, type of technology that comes up to try to reel it back in. Right. Or at least marry the two together. Right. Like right. technology and how nature actually works. Which in real, you know, at, at the end of the day, it is a reflection of nature. Mm-hmm. Always. It's a reflection of what humans can do yeah so that's interesting i always see these like you know i know you guys probably see like now this future and like i'm always looking at these products and i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) when are we gonna start using it uh why isn't it out and i i think it just kind of goes back to like like, yeah i think the most useful the most useful things that like you know when you think about the the idea of it and how simple it is like let's take the internet uh for example that's basically just trying to get everybody's minds in one spot right. and connected so we can communicate really quickly. And I guess our technology was leading up to that as soon but, as we made telegraphs and but stuff. But to play devil's advocate, was it any different when the TV only had three channels? I think I've heard Obama say this, that like we kind of got our sources, our news from all from one sources at an earlier time because there was only three channels on the television. Yeah. So I think there's that too, in a sense. Yeah. In that, yeah, we are all still looking at this screen but there's more options on the screen yeah whereas yeah. before the screen and these options and yeah. that's it whereas now it's still the same screen though but definitely more options now it's like a fight for virtual real estate and right, mind exactly. space so now there's more people more people can do it you and i can do it online right we, yeah we exactly. could be at our own ads ad agencies right uh, uh freelance advertisement uh, agencies Everyone's a madman now. Have yeah. you guys like seen Mad Men. Player One? Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I've yeah. been hearing that a lot. Man, that first like hour and a half of it is really good. Yeah, <laughs> Until they like reveal who they actually are, and then it kind of. I, I honestly <laughs> thought it was really gonna be corny. Too. That's what I would think. It's a Steven Spielberg movie, so yeah, there's a oh. bit of like you kind of 
you take the family movie, but yeah. it's got some like realness to it. I thought it was gonna be corny, but I I didn't know Steven directed it. I just yeah. saw like, oh, it's a video game movie. It's, uh people in real life in a video game yeah and then i was like dang that sounds so corny like yeah. it sounds like something i thought of when i was a kid yeah yeah <laughs> right right 100 percent to be a game yeah 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 but it's definitely like the i think the most real i hate to say like ready player one's probably the most the movie is probably the most realistic rendition of what i see our world being like uh, it's set in like 2047 Damn. essentially they have these like people then in in this world live in stacks which are essentially towns of trailer truck buses stacked against each other and and they look like apartments essentially though yeah man like oh man that movie's visually really good yeah really do you good. think once br takes off like oh. people are gonna just migrate to that? yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. i trust steven i trust steven i trust steven because he made a movie about an airport good yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he did the terminal yeah yeah, yeah, I think that VR stuff is excuse me, inevitable. I think in terms of affordability, technology, like once those two things mesh, the technology and the affordability, it, it's gonna take off. I mean, and people already don't like going outside; they'd rather be on Twitter all day. So, yeah. like, if you could go to a club without having to change out of your pants, yeah, you know, right? Like, and I'm in here, and my homie's in here too, and I'm still at home. And you got those those sex robots you connect right. to your VR thing. I'm you telling be, you, you could have a long distance relationship where you're with the person every night. Right. Like, yeah, so. I, I'm imagining like remote potting. Nigel, yeah. Nigel's yeah. In, in his house with his VR on. He sees us in the our VR studio. We have a podcast yeah. in the VR world. Like everything is just yeah. another layer now. That's like Second Life, but yeah. VR. Yeah. I'm sure that happens already, though. We'd have to record a podcast in the, in real the VR, world, right, 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 and then pretend, like, act it out in the VR world for people. Mm, mm, <laughs> that would be tight, actually. That would yeah. be tight. VR podcast. You can look around the room. Yeah, I and man. be in the room with them. Imagine that. <laughs> I was I in like. Imagine that. Damn, we could probably fit all our fans in this room. You guys want to have a real VR podcast? <laughs> a real. You guys want to come see us? A reality yeah. podcast. Yeah. I saw actually. I saw a. Uh, I was in like a YouTube hole, and I saw some random podcast where that was an option. They had it. They were shooting it with a 360 camera. Wow. Yeah, but that was, it seems like a pretty big podcast. Right, 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 right. So I guess we're already moving there. Yeah. That's the new wave, man. My teacher, my professor at Towson uh, used to tell me, he's like just this general media professor. He always used to tell me if the industry's going to take off, the porn industry will do it first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always. And he always vouched that if it's going to take off, if there's porn, if they're doing it in porn, it's going to take off. Yeah. And VR is that next thing, man. I yeah. read that um porn, the porn industry is who revolution like made it possible for YouTube. Like they revolutionized um like yeah. 4K, like cameras got better right. because of porn. People right. it's Hollywood. Like, right. That it, cool side of Hollywood. Right. They're even modernizing modernizing it for people who don't have VR headsets. Like you can technically go watch VR stuff right now and yeah, on your phone. Yeah, you wouldn't enjoy it as much, but you can still move around, look around, like strictly from your screen. Like they're they're trying to get it to you however they can, man. Yeah, yeah they are. Imagine watching a VR porn and like looking at something else that's more interesting. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> wow, on the this side. house is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's the but that's the experience you want, right? You want yeah. that feeling of I can look around, like I don't even gotta look at you, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the best part. Is not like, looking at the person. Yeah, kind of just Get, getting real uncomfortable because yeah. you're like you you're there and this, these people yeah. are having sex next to you. You're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. I don't know if I should be here. Yeah. 
invading <laughs> on y'all's privacy, but you have a really nice house. Some but, people would really love that, though. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, a certain I, I market. Know. That's yeah. a market right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. People, that's voyeurs. Yeah, they yeah. like that. Like, maybe you do a VR where you're outside a window. Yeah. yeah. That's creepy, but... It's real. It's that's a, probably... Sure it's real. I mean, they got weird stuff on there. You know that yeah. Hannibal Buress bit where he's talking about how he likes to watch porn in a hoodie underneath, underneath his desk? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah, I want to What's... pop up and feel like... I saw Hannibal Burst live actually. Really? Yeah, with a girl I met on Tinder. She just gave me, she was, I met her, we went on the first date, and she's like, You want to go see Hannibal Burst? I was supposed to go with my dead brother. And I was like, Okay, uh, oh, I swear to God, I, like, okay, oh, I can't say no to that. Yeah. And we went and didn't even stay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't like Tinder it? dates, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, that was the only time I've ever actually met a girl on Tinder. And like hung out with the girl on Tinder. Really? Haven't done it since. I, the girl on day now, I, I love her, and we met on Tinder. Really? Yeah. I always feel like there's this thing with black guys on Tinder where like they don't know like what part of Baltimore oh. <laughs> like they're getting. <laughs> I mean, you gotta think like you're like okay, is he's just, it lives in Baltimore, and I don't know what part. I don't know. What, oh, being black on Tinder here is a whole different monster. Unless if you're not outwardly, I'll say like artistic, and I'm I don't feel like I am. So it's like. Do you That's think? Wild. Do you think that I know on Twitter there's you know there's black Twitter? Can yeah. there be like a black Tinder? Is that like there are? I'm sure there are. Is like it too small... different or not nah, the, the platform? I mean, there's a black for everything, dude. <laughs> like at this point, and and there should be, and there should be, and there should be something for every culture. Like yeah. there's a, there should be Jewish online dating sites. So I'm so with that. I'm so with the. They got the a person. farming dating site. Do so you really? Yeah, they do. We need all that stuff, man. Yeah. We need people being able to at least know that whatever they're feeling or however they believe is a possible reality i agree with that right 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 yeah because there's a lot of people who hear that and be like oh just I, segregation like right, right. but like no i think that not at should, all if 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 there's a market for it we should have a platform for it otherwise right. it's just censoring the way people feel right like, why are you gonna push people in a box right and i'd even give that to the republican guy who believes he shouldn't share his taxes like, you deserve to have that space yeah. when you say that you want to go talk to people who, who <laughs> buy guns for this like weird poc like right. uprising you're imagining in right. your head like yeah. you probably should right 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 so you don't you. hold it in yeah. and do some other shit yeah, you know go, what i mean go, go talk to someone who agrees right. with you and then you know take some time to talk to people who don't yeah probably the best move yeah i've always felt like my biggest fear is people who don't get to speak yeah, and I feel like that's who I fear—the person who doesn't get to talk like more than anything, no matter what you believe in. <laughs> Do you think that uh, that makes people angry, like not getting to express? Yeah, their dude. Opinions? I feel like presidential yeah. elections are run off that. Yeah, I feel like that's the for basis sure. of a presidential election. Who am I? I'm going to vote for the person who I believe can get my voice out there because yeah. it hasn't been heard. Yeah, that's how Trump won. I feel like you know? for sure. Yeah, yeah. People get mad if they can't express themselves. It's normal. Yeah. Toxic on both sides, man. Yeah. All right, so we're, we're hit, we hit the hour mark. We did it. <laughs> we're here, podding for an hour. Good time. Podding straight. Yep. Good we got an awesome guest here, yeah. Nigel. Appreciate you guys. Very insightful, yeah. dude. Yeah. Hopefully, we can do this again. Hopefully, Please I was so. everything you guys thought it would be. I know, like you know, I don't hit every mark. But I take my best shot. Man, that's what we try to do. <laughs> I mean, it's we kind of just talk. We got you yeah. on here for the confidence, man. You no, can't lose it now. It. All right, yeah, you're right. All right. Wait, I think wait. it's you know it's it's good to be able to express your opinions as an artist about what's going on in the world, no matter what. You know, I think artists have a unique perspective, or yeah. people that are creative, 
whatever they want to call themselves. Right. So also, yeah. it's important. What I think a lot of people spend their time just talking about whatever other people are talking about. It's important to hear what artists want to express outside of their like creative medium. Yeah. And I think that's something that uh, the interns are thirsting for. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really so nice. You guys to know. call your fans interns. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. Like that. They're unpaid now, but you know, work hard, Working get us some it. coffees, y'all. <laughs> yeah. That's you got so, anything you want to plug? Man, I'll just plug myself. Just, you know, Nigel. I'm on surveycation on everything, and that's about it, man. It's good. It'll, it'll find you. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. I think uh, I really learned a lot about fashion and fedora wear today yeah. i learned more from taste. you i think Me? in terms of the wrestlers i i didn't think of that like that <laughs> I, I <had laughs> stone cold looking stone cold and see the one that got me was the booker t you said booker t i was like where is he gonna go with this <laughs> and then you even felt it you were like five times, five times. I was like, okay he got it he got it so no Dude, I, I had booker, a good time yeah that was that's my guy that was because yeah. It was. I think it was just his energy. He brought a different type of energy. He, he was break up there. It. Like just naturally. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, think yeah. he felt himself more. Like I don't know any other wrestler that felt themselves more than Booker T. I feel you. I know yeah. you. Because he was up there performing right. with high energy all the time, doing spinaroonies. Spinaroonies. <laughs> spinaroonies. Yeah, Shaking they, his dread. There's a dude doing the worm. That's not even Scotty Too Hotty. Yeah. That was my boy. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah. He was all right. There's no, you know, Booker T though. Yeah, you're right. Booker T's Hall of Fame. How many times did he win? Fi- like once, you know. Right. Once. Scotty yeah. Scotty's never won a champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booker's done five, five, five times. But... <laughs> five times. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, thank you everybody for listening. This here is Sir Vacation, aka Nigel Frank, aka Nigel Truesdale, <laughs> a man of many hats, the CEO of Lids. <laughs> Soon to be. Uh, yeah. So everyone have a have a good day. Oh wait, do we do we have your permission to play a song at the end of this? Yeah, we're gonna figure out what song you guys like. I don't know. You guys want something upbeat, something chill? We'll figure that out. All I right. Got you. I got you. So whatever it is, it's gonna be hard. We're gonna leave the song title in the description. Um, and we'll leave it to you guys to figure out where to get it. Hey, appreciate you guys. Hey, yo, listen up, you motherfuckers. I'm on a different path, swimming through different bags, searching for different ways, planning for better days, still working. The pain at the surface, life never certain. Play my music in churches, gotta find your own lane. Can't be stuck with the same things, I work hard to maintain. I'm living to elevate, I'm trying to see better places. My homie just had a baby, they made me the godfather. I feel like the godfather, make sure that my people straight. Just watch me make magic happen, I search with my favorite fashion. We coming straight from the bottoms, I'm headed straight to the top. Top flow, top flow. Don't mind if I climb now, I feel it's my time now. I'm working like overtime, just kicked in the overdrive. Clan life still gon' hold it down. Believe in a God that is omnipotent and omnibenevolent, then how do you reconcile the issue of Waiting for a miracle in front of that carry-out, in front of that carry-out, in front of that carry-out. Waiting for a miracle in front of that carry-out, in front of that carry-out, in front of that carry-out. Oh, niggas gonna hear me out, the niggas gonna hear me out. Waiting for a miracle in front of that carry-out. Oh, niggas gonna hear me out, the niggas gonna hear me out.
F for America in front of that caveat. Really gotta take this right and step by step. Like that black business running off, check the check. And these two bitches here getting wet to wet. Now I'm over here looking like a triple threat. I keep cool, stay solid like Boba Fett. But tell me now, was you down to get face down? And if it's yes, to turn around and wear that fucking crown. Cause I'm on the second round and ride around through your town. But please, 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 please don't live on your knees. Especially when they hit you with the tax in that corporate feet. See my block done change. Yeah, it's rearranged. Yeah, it's not the same. I never played this game. Huh? Waiting for a miracle in front of that carry out. In front of that carry out. In front of that carry out. Waiting for a miracle in front of that carry out. In front of that carry out. In front of that carry out. Oh, niggas gonna hit me out. Yeah, niggas gonna hit me out. Waiting for a miracle in front of that carry out. Oh, niggas gonna hit me out. Yeah, niggas gonna hit me out. Waiting for a miracle in front of that carry out. When you see me die, so these niggas get hostile When you see me die, so these niggas get hostile When you see me die, so these niggas get hostile